tuned in to T-Talks, a podcast hosted by a positive photographer, Tamika L. Turner. That's me. Be sure to subscribe before you leave and follow me on Instagram. It's Tamika L. Turner, T-A-M-I-K-A-L-T-U-R-N-E-R. Let's get it. Hey, 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 Tamika L. Turner here for our weekly podcast, T-Talks. So excited that you decided to join me and you decided to tune in. I definitely appreciate that. And if you're not already, be sure that you follow me on Instagram. It's Tamika L. Turner, T-A-M-I-K-A-L-T-U-R-N-E-R. Definitely would appreciate you finding me there. And, you know, before you decide, by the end of this podcast, you're going to make a decision, right? Before you decide if you're going to accept or reject or you know, embrace what we, we share today, be sure to just reserve that decision for the end, right? Just consider, you know, the ideas that we share, bounce it around and see if it will positively impact your life and, you know, decide at the end, right? what you're going to do with it. So this week we will be talking about taking responsibility for your attitude. Uh, One of the books that really helped me to change my way of thinking and change my way of, of looking at my results and change my way of looking at what was going on out there was, uh, Stephen Covey's book, uh, you know, the seven habits of highly effective people. And one of the first principles in that, you know, the first habit is taking responsibility, you know, for any and everything that is going on in your life, for any and everything that is happening in your life, and for any and all results that you are experiencing, right? So you say, what does it mean by taking responsibility, right? It, it's, it's twofold, right? It's recognizing that, you know what, A, I can reserve my ability to respond, and B, whatever happens, I'm in control. I'm responsible for the outcome, and I'm, you know, I'm also able to decide how I want to process what is happening, right? And so what happens is that, you know, oftentimes we are around people, you know, especially when I first started out, you know, with my self-development, quote unquote, (laughs) you should see the air quotations, my self-development journey, you know, I started to notice that people that I was around, you know, I started to really pay attention to their language, you know, and it's funny because, you know, when you're around people for a, an extended amount of time, you have the tendency to want to change them. And really, when I was reading the Stephen Covey book, it made me realize, you know what, I'm not able to change them. I shouldn't even try to focus on changing them. But the thoughts that they have, the words that they're saying, those are reflections of me because they're people that I'm spending my time with, right? So I had to look at it like, you know, if if you're always around people that have just a, 
uh, a poor mindset as far as like whatever's going on in their life. They're always complaining. They're always in a bad mood. They're always, you know, the rain is all, it's always woe is me. You know, one of my, my favorite ideas is that, you know, the rain actually falls on everyone. It's just that some people choose to be prepared with rain boots and, and an umbrella. And then some people tend to look up and curse the sky and say, why are you raining? You know, why am I getting wet? So, you know, if you're surrounded by people that are always in a certain vibration, right? It's, it's, it's interesting because sometimes people don't really notice that they are constantly spewing a certain vibration, you know? Rarely do you hear someone, you ask someone, say, hey, how are you doing today? You will rarely hear someone say, well, I'm aware that I'm in a negative vibration. <laughs> you, if you, if you, the first time you hear somebody say that, you know, that, that'll be the day that is like life changing for everybody. But, you know, what they'll say, they'll say things like, oh, you know, this happened or oh, I'm feeling like this, or man, you know, you know, you know, it's like always something with them. They always have a headache. They always have, you know, bills or they had a flat tire or, you know, it's always raining, so to speak. You know, what I'm, what I've found out is that it's not what happened. It's not what happens to you, right? It's, how you think about what happens to you that determines what the outcome will be, right? Because you can take two people and both of them wake up at the same time. You know, maybe they're on separate sides of the country, but both of them are waking up at 8 a.m. One person is getting out of bed and, you know, they stub their toe and they're like, ah, man, I know this is going to be a bad day, right? And then on the other side of the country, the other person is getting out of their bed and they stub their toe and they're like, oh, man, oh, well, you know, it'll it, it, it's not a big deal. Right. They brush it off. Then the other person goes out to their car. They see they have a flat tire and they're like, oh, man, what was me? I knew when I stubbed my toe that it was going to be a bad day. Now I got a flat tire. The other person stubbed their toe out of bed. Now they go out to their car and they see that they have a flat tire. They're saying, well, you know what? I'm, I'm glad that I have roadside assistance. So it's all about how you look at what happens to you, right? Everything happens because of you, whether, you know, that's a difficult pill to swallow or not. And, you know, I'm not insensitive to the fact that, you know, some people have been through very dramatic things, right? It's not what happened to you that determines your outlook on life. It's how you choose to look at, you know, what 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 has happened in your life, right? So attitude, you know, taking responsibility for your attitude is the first step in changing your results. Right. If you constantly focus on and I believe that when I first started to really look at myself, I was intentional with being the, the light. You know, if someone was around me and they would say, oh, you know, this is going on. I, I was intentional. I was looking for those moments just, <laughs> just so I can be like, you know what, it's going to be OK. 
But, you know, I believe that I was fortunate enough to, my mother has always been very encouraging, very uh, uplifting, very positive. And she would always tell us, you know, everything is going to work out. You know, everything is going to be fine. Everything is going to be good. You know, and so growing up with that mindset, you know, going through, you know, my early adult years, it was easy to shift that consciousness back to, you know, choosing deliberately to have a attitude of expecting better, right? So I would intentionally look for moments to encourage people because to me, you know, it, it just is a, a matter of sometimes people don't hear what they're saying until someone else, you know, says it back to them or <laughs> until someone tries to fix it, right? Um, there's a funny story about uh, this young lady that was always having headaches, right? She was always having headaches, you know. So one day I said, listen, I have some Tylenol. Do you want it? And the response was like, oh, no, 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 I don't, I can't take Tylenol. <laughs> so it's like, you know, unfortunately, some people want to talk about their problems. They want to live in a bad attitude. They want to live in a bad consciousness. Uh, they want to live in a negative vibration and they don't want to change it. They don't want to, they don't, they don't actually want a solution to fix their problem. Right. Here, here you are. You're saying that you have you're having a headache and, you know, you know, this story and I offer you a solution and you're like, no, 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 that that doesn't work for me. It's like, well, <laughs> if you really wanted relief from the problem that you were experiencing, you would be open to the solution. Right. And so, you know, it's like, how do you choose the right attitude, right? How do you change your attitude? You know, if you, if you notice, you know what, listen, I kind of, you know, when I think about it, the more that I think about it, I haven't really been positive, right? The more that I think about it, you know, I can be more, more in tune with the good, you know, like I can be more, I can be more in tune with being alive and feeling like, you know, it'll get better. I can, I can clear my mind of negative thoughts and I can clear my mind of, you know, the things that have has the things that happened to me in the past, or I can, I can, I can change it, right? Like you really get into that mode where you, you feel responsible and you know that you are response able. Like Stephen Covey says, I am response able, meaning I am able to control and decide how I will respond, right? When you get into that mode, it's like, well, now that I'm here, how do I change my ability to respond, right? How do I change my attitude, essentially? How do I change the outlook that I have on life? And, you know, it definitely starts with what you're doing right now, listening to you know, podcast or listening to videos that are, you know, giving you new ideas on how to drop past moments in your life or how to change your beliefs about yourself or how to learn from past um, 
pains, if you will, or how to shift your attitude and, and make it more positive. Start with, you know, listening to things like this or listening to videos or reading books. And, you know, honestly, sometimes it could take a little bit of therapy. I mean, being transparent, there was a time in my life where I needed a second voice. Like my voice was so trodden down in, in the negative vibration where I recognize, you know, you I, I need professional help. That's just like with your money, like, you know, you'll take, you'll go and see a financial advisor if you want to get a better handle on your money, right? You wouldn't go to a plumber if you are experiencing issues with your electricity, right? So sometimes you have to go to an expert for assistance with an area of your life. So, you know, I definitely went and it, it helped me to realize that behind you know, the ill or negative attitudes or negative thoughts were moments in the past that I could not change. And there is something freeing when you realize that, you know what, everything that has happened to me or because of me up until this point of my life, I have defeated. I am stronger than, right? You know, and if, if someone hurt you or someone, you know, abused you in some way, maybe their words, you know, actions physically, when you can get to a point of saying, you know what, that person only did that because that was the best way that they could be at that time. And then you can move into a vibration of forgiveness, you know, whatever it is. When you get to that point in your life where you're like, you know what, like everything that has happened I am stronger than it didn't defeat me. It didn't kill me. You know, I'm still here. You know, that is a defining moment where you're able to not only isolate and identify painful moments, but you're able to recycle your pain in a way where you're able to strengthen yourself. You know what I'm saying? You've, you've gone through certain things and you're able to say, you know what, I felt like I was going to break, but I didn't. And now I can move forward, right? That's a powerful defining moment in your life when you realize, you know what, I am in control. I can choose to do or be whatever it is that I decide, right? So actually this guy, I was talking to this guy the other, maybe it was like a week ago and he was like, well, what makes you what makes you happy? And I told him very simply, I said, the decision to be happy. And he looked at me kind of strange and he said, well, no, I mean, like, you know, like money and, you know, like, you know, like what makes you happy? And I said, the decision to be happy, like it's a choice, right? Every day that you wake up, you can choose your attitude from the moment that you open your eyes and you realize that you are awake, you can choose. You, you are response able. You are able to respond to how the course of your day will go. And if you choose happiness from the very start, you know, you have a better, better probability that by the end of the day, happiness is what you'll, you'll find. Now, you know, of course, think, like I said in the beginning, it rains on everybody, right? 
it's just a matter of controlling your thoughts and controlling your vibration to stay centered in the decision that you made at the beginning of the day. You know, so and trying to figure out how to change your attitude, you know, when you def have that defining moment and you say, you know what, I, I can do this. Like I can really be more aware of what I'm thinking, when I'm thinking it. The other thing is, you know, definitely be beware. <laughs> beware of people that are always or constantly in a negative vibration. Beware of people that are constantly talking about lack or are constantly talking about you know, negative things, you know, like every time they pick up their phone to call you, it's bad news, right? Every time they're texting you, it's bad news. Beware of people like that. I'm not telling you to drop your friends, but sometimes you have to fade, fade it into the background because, you know, you, you've heard the saying, you're basically a sum of the five people that you surround yourself with. And until you become centered in, you know, your attitude, being constantly positive, being around people that are constantly negative, you know, it's, it's going to thwart your progress. So I'm not, like I said, I'm not telling you to drop your friends. It's just a matter of, you know, kind of replacing that friendship or, you know, just tell them, hey, straight up, knock it off. Sometimes. You'd be surprised how how effective it is to directly tell somebody to <laughs> knock it off. Like if you're, you know, talking to someone and you're like, hey, what's going on? How you doing? And they're like, oh, man, you know, I didn't get no sleep last night. You're like, hey, 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 listen, knock it off. You're alive. It's cool. It's a good day. Right. You'll be surprised that how people respond and they're like, you know what, you're right. I'm, I'm going to stop. You know, like sometimes you just have to tell them to knock it off. And if you're willing to continue, continue to tell them to knock it off enough times until where they, you know, if you, if you're consistent in telling them to knock it off, they will start to see that you're not the person that they can complain to. Right. They're, they're going to start to see that you're the person that is going to hold their feet to the fire and not let them do the pity dance of, oh, woe is me, or, <laughs> you know, have that around. And, you know, honestly, it's not about them. It's about you, right? It's about not allowing people you know, outside and inside, because here's the thing, that outside is a major reflection of the inside, right? Nothing happens to you. It happens because of you. So what's happening on the outside is because it's happening on the inside, Right. And that's going back to taking responsibility from day one. Right. When you start to take responsibility, you will realize that, you know what, I'm only getting this result outside because it's a reflection of what's going on inside. And so you'll start to build up that muscle, that strength, you know, being able to tell people to knock it off when they're being negative or um, because you're telling yourself, knock it off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like a from within flows without situation because you're starting to really tell yourself, knock it off. And here's the thing. One of the, one of the most important lessons that I've learned is that nature abhors a vacuum. What do, what do I mean by that? Nature abhors a vacuum. So let's say you have 
um, well, let's say you have your, let's say you have a baby grand piano in your living room, and it's old, very old, right? Some of the keys are missing, doesn't work, it's just old, right? So then, let's say you say, you know what, I'm gonna get rid of it, and I'm gonna give me a brand new one. Now, the decision to get rid of it, there's going to be a space where your current, you know, older piano is that will need to be replaced with a newer, nicer piano, right? And sometimes what happens is that we're so eager to eliminate that we don't realize that if in our eliminating whatever it is, negative thoughts, negative attitudes, you know, if we're not careful to replace or to fill with positive thoughts or positive attitudes, then you'll find yourself in a cycle, right? So that's what I mean by nature abhors a vacuum. So wherever there is space will, you know, something happen, right? Just like habits, like, you know, for me, one of the hardest habits I had to break was a daily habitual use of, you know, like alcohol and, and drugs or whatever, right? So I had to replace that with a positive habit. I had to replace that with going to the gym. I had to replace that with, you know, meditating and praying. Like anytime I thought about, oh, let me give me, you know, let me go smoke me a blunt. I had to replace that with, let me go say a prayer. Let me go meditate. Let me go and do something positive. You know, or every time I wanted to drink, it was more like, let me pick up my guitar, right? So you're replacing negative habits, negative thoughts, negative attitudes with positive ones. Because if you don't deliberately do that, then the negative thoughts and negative attitudes will return. So you're eliminating, but you're replacing, right? So with that vacuum, you know, that's all a part of changing it permanently, so uh, the, the quote of the week is gratitude is the best attitude. You may have heard me say that before, but there is something powerful, very, very powerful about gratitude. There's something powerful about being in a uh, gratuitous state. There's something powerful about, you know, when something happens to you looking at the good and focusing on the silver lining, right? Gratitude is the best attitude that you could possibly, possibly possess at any given moment. So I challenge you this week, demonstrate an attitude of gratitude. I challenge you, personal challenge. Demonstrate an attitude of gratitude and see how it will change simple things, right? Because the there's, you know, of course, throughout the Bible, you'll realize that anytime something is blessed, it's multiplied, right? Just like the, the story of Jesus with the, uh, the five, what is it, five fish, what, two, two fish, five loaves of bread. He blessed it. And guess what happened? It multiplied. He was grateful for what he had, and it multiplied. And I'm not saying that you're doing it for the multiplication. It's just because when you're grateful for something, it puts you in the right 
vibration. You know, God doesn't need your praise. God is going to be good with or without your praise. The universe is going to keep moving with or without you being happy, right? Think about it. But what happens is when you are in a vibration of gratitude, that centers you in the positive flow of what is going on in the world, in the universe, in, in the eye of, in the mind of God, right? So practice gratitude this week. And I dare you to look at something that others could perceive as being negative and just say, you know what, there's a reason that this happened and I'm going to come out victorious. And I'm grateful for the opportunity to come out victorious. I challenge you. Think about it. Gratitude is the best attitude. So take that in your week with you. Be sure to follow me on Instagram if you're not already. It's Tamika L. Turner, T-A-M-I-K-A-L-T-U-R-N-E-R. Definitely appreciate you for checking out this podcast. And uh, hey, I'm out. (laughs) Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Tea Talks, a weekly podcast hosted by a positive photographer, Tamika L. Turner. That's me. Be sure to subscribe before you leave. And if you're not already, be sure to follow me on Instagram. It's Tamika L. Turner, T-A-M-I-K-A-L-T-U-R-N-E-R. Have a slamming week. Let's get it.